All right, guys, I'm at Starbucks waiting in this dog online. Sometimes I'll be trying to try a new Starbucks. Guys, stick to the ones you know. I do Campbell. What's my other one? Uh, off of Park Lane, off of Central. They open to 11. And sometimes I go hit Markenburg. You know, wherever I feel it, it's going to be nice. Because, you know, it's, some, it's nice to check out new Starbucks. But sometimes, man, some of these places, man, I don't know what they be doing in there. And I used to be a partner at Starbucks years ago. I got stock in the company. Guys, we're back. Got a little bit to talk about today. Mainly, we're going to talk a little bit about the House of Representatives. Man, they are starting this uh, impeachment inquiry. And gives them more power, more resources to bring uh, some answers that people want to know, specifically concerning the Biden family and their overseas dealings, money laundering, also political persecution against the highest um, person on the, you know, on the other side, on the Republican side, which is Donald Trump. Uh, we're also going to talk about black people. Now, guys, this is the station for white women. So you know how we do. This is what makes the station comfortable. This is why you come to listen. Because how much we love our sisters. And we love on our sisters. And this is what my audience is. This is my, my, my audience that's always targeting me. And audience that I always target myself. Over here, we have worked and done tremendous work, guys. We have stomped racism all in the face. We have went from white male presidents getting no more than 10%, and that, that's actually pretty high, uh, in an election from African Americans ever, ever since the 60s on down. And we're about to deliver to you a 60% president, a president that pardoned several young black men that a lot of us really care about, one being uh, Little Wayne. You see his career taking off with Skip and on the daily basketball show undisputed he's doing magnificent he's growing a lot of us young black men need older fathers in our lives and whether they're white or not you know we just need someone to teach us how to put a worm on a hook teach us how to focus on task at hand and not be so emotional and you know to to let our word be bond you know there's not a lot of people in this country that's bad you know we have bad trainers we, we've failed the youth and that's what we're going to talk about. You know, um, a lot of black people, it's not, it wasn't easy to get black community um, back to the middle or the center or leaning to the right. But it was easy to get black men because one thing about black men, we love white girls. I'm, I'm just joking, guys. No, we're conservative. We love sports. We love this country. Black men have always loved this country. We've been disenfranchised we've been hurt by the left we've been um basically declawed defanged we've been uh tried basically tried to feminize us they try to incarcerate us they try to inject us with things that you know whistleblowers told on including uh rfk uh, they were deliberately trying to give young black men sicknesses, almost like how they did with the Tuskegee Airmen, and make them autistic. So, you know, there's a lot of scary things happening in this country, but there is a way that we can move forward and uh, we can figure some things out. And that's what we plan on doing. Guys, stay put, stay tuned. Let's get to it. The house is getting down, guys. So I went to a convention last night. People were showing off new technologies and new products. It was really, really nice. And I met some really, really, really nice people. It just makes me want to travel again and even more. Uh, and that's what I'm planning in the next couple of years. I want to go do some book tours. Um, and just really, um, as I said, just travel some places, man, and get my creative um, juices flowing. That's one of the best things I've ever did to, for myself was travel. Because no one was going to help me travel. And I wasn't planning on waiting till I hit the lotto to do something. I just want to reach for the stars. Alright guys, so the house is playing a very key role right now in keeping this country from going under. Um... If any that we did not take the House on an election that just passed and Trump was facing all of the stuff that he's facing and 
pretty much the world that we're living in right now, as weird and strange as it is, it would be 10 times worse. So thank God for the gavel. Thank God that there is some sort of adults and oversight that is happening because we're going to need it. Uh, today on Forbes, in fact, let's just um, let's 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 just take a look at. But before we do that, I want you to listen at this comment that this guy said. Listen In to this. the entire world. I have traveled every place that black people have been dispersed, brothers and sisters. I've been to South Africa, East Africa, Central Africa, West Africa, all over North Africa, and all over South America, and the Caribbean. And there are no black people in the entire world doing better than we are. Go to my kid. Drop the mic. Sometimes I believe that black people are searching for a key to an unlocked door. That the door to opportunity is wide open and will cost you little to get in. The resources necessary to succeed in this country as Africans in America are here. We have everything we need to succeed except each other. We have money. Oh, we're not poor. We're just broke. Our money goes in one direction away from us. We've taken the art of consumption to a whole new level. We don't sell anything that we purchase and we don't make anything that we buy. We just consume. We are $1.1 trillion annual economy. If we were a nation, we would be the 16th richest nation in the entire... Now, I want to stop right there. Um, let's let that ride again. Go ahead. ...entire world. I have traveled to every place that black people have been dispersed, brothers. Now, I want to cover two things that he just said, and then we're going to get to the house. So we're going to talk about what my friend just said, and then we're going to talk about the house. Now, he said if we were a nation, as in just black people, uh, we would be the sixth or 16th largest nation, uh, at least in terms of spending power. And just talking about not being organized. And our leadership is going to cost us. They're going to die off. And kick the can down the road and leave the community in this stupor that this man is talking about, that the community is in. And this is why the Democrats have been so effective. Because we are a bunch of sheep and our eldership opens the gate for the wolves. Listen. Dispersed, brothers and sisters. I've been to South Africa, East Africa, Central Africa, West Africa, all over North Africa, and all over South America, and the Caribbean. And there are no black people in the entire world doing better than we are. Go to my kid. Dro drop the mic. Sometimes I believe that black people are searching for a key to an unlocked door. That the door to opportunity is wide open and will cost you little to get in. The resources necessary to succeed in this country as Africans in America are here. We have everything we need to succeed except each other. We have money. Oh, we're not poor. We're just broke. Our money goes in one direction away from us. We've taken the art of consumption to a whole new level. We don't sell anything that we purchase and we don't make anything that we buy. Now... 100% I agree with this gentleman, but here's the other part that sometimes we do have to be clear on, that there is a concerted effort, mainly by the deep state, to keep black people in this type of limbo, where we are not productive as a community, and doing things that people like the Indian people who come to this country from India, how they, you know, really move into any state and just cohesively uh, gather uh, wealth for themselves and in a, in a, in a sort of internal uh, small little economy amongst themselves in the United States which stretched as far as their international hands could go but again we have been locked out of that type of opportunity almost in a I don't know if, it, if it's a purposeful uh, if it's a deliberate uh, because this would make us the state an enemy of ours this would make us, or either us an enemy of the state if the state is working out uh, uh, overtime to try to keep the black community from becoming business owners, owning skyscrapers, uh, owning up property and lands and farms and ports and things like that, and you want to sell this access to India because of military space or China or all of these countries, then we need to wake up as black people and start the argument. We're not doing this no more. 
Okay, I, we, we are always going to 7-Eleven or Dunkin' Donuts to get our nails done, to eat some food, to buy our groceries, and it's always an international community. And black people, if you don't wake up and stop this stuff once and for all, guys, I don't like Sometimes I believe that black people are searching for a key to an unlocked door. And, that the door... And guess what the door is? The door is not to allow this anymore. Talking about they want to give us jobs. Black community got more jobs. Nobody don't want no more jobs. We want business now. It's that time. It's that time. So we're going to look at what the house is doing. Because the house... Today... Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the swamp. As you can see, I'm joined by a great crowd, a great crowd of patriots, Americans here fighting for the American people. And I want you to know that this meeting, this gathering, this message today is about the American people. We're not here to talk about brinksmanship. No one is here interested in a pause in government funding. What we're interested in is taking the Biden boot off the neck of the American people. In the five weeks I've been gone, just give you a quick summary, card check rolling out of the Department of Labor. The Department of Justice, of course, continues to prosecute their political enemies while leaving criminals run rampant across our streets. The president disrespected and insulted the people of Hawaii after their houses were burned down. Alejandro Mayorkas is literally daring us to impeach him. He can't be bothered with whatever the law says. The people that the people that I represent, American citizens, are now being forced to compete against workers, people coming illegally in the in the form of hundreds of thousands every single month across our southern border. The people in the city that I represent, the capital city of Harrisburg, are dying from fentanyl this week, and there's not a damn thing being done about it. Not a damn. People here trying to get through the appropriations process and not have an omnibus. And I don't have any advice to give to the House. They've got a totally different set of challenges than we do. And so I think the best advice for the Senate is to do our job, and we'll see how this plays out later. Chairman McCall of the House being involved in politics at all uh, is a mistake. And uh, we continue to, 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 to work on that, and I hope at some point uh, we can get it cleared. Leader McConnell, 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 I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. The, the, the impeachment inquiry. The impeachment inquiry that Speaker McCarthy opened announced the President's item. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm going to say it again. I don't think Leader McCarthy, Speaker McCarthy, do you need any advice from the Senate on how to run the House? All right, guys, that was Mitch McConnell, and uh, he's been having some medical complications lately, but he is hopefully able to hang on just until the next presidential election, okay, Mitch? Just hang in there, pal. We're going to need you possibly to shoot a three somewhere in the corner. But he's like, look, I don't have, what do you mean this, should they open an inquiry? Yeah, well, let them do what they do. That's the House. You know, it's the best answer instead of saying yes or no. You know, I, I'm okay with that. But again, again, uh, uh, leader, not leader, excuse me. Well, he is the minority leader. But Mitch McConnell sometimes, uh, he's a little, he's a little slippery. Um, but guys, th to me, this is a real issue that bothers me, guys. You know, about being an American when my government has done so many different things to us at once. Um, it's hard to trust again, you know. 
And I believe, as I said, the black community, specifically black males, but um, we are forced into a new form of slavery in America. And that is that we cannot be productive business owners uh, on a large scale and access America the same way the Japanese can come here and access it. The Indians can come here and access it. The uh, you know Arabs, th there's a deal going on. There is a, a greater conspiracy. And many Americans now are starting to notice it. Even white people are starting to wake up and realize our country is being taken from us right under our nose. Uh, we're being overrun, overflooded. You know, our resources are going, our borders are wide open. The government is going against local government. The federal government is breaking down each state and trying to make them submit to a greater global deal that's going on in the deep state. And guys, a lot of people don't realize that this is actually happening. And on my part, this is why a lot of people are coming to Trump. Because we, we're getting screwed by the state. The state is against the black male in this country. Okay? The state is against us. Period. Okay, now the state is turning on white males. Okay, now the state, you know, uh, is turning on families. They're turning on uh, the school, local school systems, and they're trying to run a international federal sexual program, a um, economic program, a socialistic program, and the government is again trying to shake down each state trying to control irrevocably the elections. Something has got to be done here. There's a lot that's wrong in this country. And, you know, this is going all the way up to the White House. But it's going to also uncover what's happening in the Congress and the Senate. What's happening with the fake news? This big cabal, I'm, I don't like this. I don't like that broadcasting, corporation, the news media, uh, the left, liberals, Democrats, the LGBT community is teaming up with social media to take over the fucking country. How is, guys, if y'all, are, are we asleep at the wheel? This is a whole problem. This is 20 times bigger than race. 25,000 times bigger. 9-11 just passed. And the year before, soldiers were killed around that time. And good Lord, just a, a, a calamity. A quagmire. Just listen. No one who lived through the horror of the September 11th terrorist attacks can ever forget the agony and the anguish of that terrible day. It was a terrible day. The images of dark plumes of smoke billowing over lower Manhattan, the Pentagon, and a field of Pennsylvania, such a beautiful field, are seared into our minds forever. We will never forget. Today, on this solemn anniversary of those monstrous attacks, we remember the 2,977 precious souls who were savagely taken from us on that morning 22 years ago, leaving a void that can never be filled, can never be filled. No matter what happens, it can never be filled. We will say a prayer for each of the beautiful families they left behind, whose pain is beyond comprehension. What they've gone through is not even believable. We honor the firefighters, the great New York PD, the police department, what great people they are. They are so great. And the Port Authority officers, the Virginia, D.C., and Pentagon police, and the military service members, and other first responders, actually all over the country, they acted with supreme heroism, and they went to the site of the most heinous crime. They would leave other states far away and go to the World Trade Center site, the Pentagon. They'd go to Pennsylvania who in many cases gave their lives in the line of duty. God bless the memory of all of those who perished in the 9-11 attacks. We will never, ever forget. We will never forget you. We love you. God bless their families, and God bless America. Thank you. Wow. That was our president. That was our president. 
that's a very tough day for many of us, including myself. I was home for 9-11. I was home for September 11th. It was the strangest day of my life. I remember I was in the Bronx. I had MCI as my phone. That company went away since. And it was on my house phone. I had MCI. God, it was... You could live back in the days. You know what I'm saying? Good Lord. They, these people are dangerous, man. They are removing the simple life right under our nose. I get a call from my girlfriend at the time, Linnell. And she says, turn on your television. The tower's on fire. They hit them. And there you have it. But I, I don't want to talk about 9-11 because, and, and, and honestly, to be honest with you, I will tell the truth. 9-11, it was one of the main reasons why I don't never love my city the way I used to. It could never be the same again. I don't have the same love for New York City. Um, I hate even going back, and, I, and that shocks people. Um, that city took a lot from me, and I, and I almost didn't survive it. Um, and that's a democratic city. It's more black men die in democratic cities than any place in the world. More black men are in jail in democratic cities, uh, states. Um, and again, I, I didn't see these things when I was young. We were too busy being the crabs in the pot, boiling. We didn't know that the Democrats had the stove and supplied the water and the, seer, the seasonings and whatnot. But this is serious. This is very serious. President Trump miraculously describes this deep state, this shadow government, this conspiracy to bring down the U.S. and American families. Because I'm going to be honest with you, at this point, I believe... Uh, a conspiracy is about to happen in the United States. I believe there's a coup looking to take place ever since the elections were pretty much ever since Obama got in office. This was, I feel like the country was on its way out and I, I could never believe it. And, and my mother-in-law, I don't even know how she knew that. Uh, my ex-mother-in-law, she was a white German woman and she said, Billy, I'm telling you, he's the Antichrist. And I had no idea that that white woman was correct. This is before the whole transgender thing came out about Michelle Obama. This is before the guy was claiming that he slept with Obama. Guys, let's just take a little listen to that, if you don't mind, by the way, which was weird. Um, Tucker Carlson interviews this guy who says he slept with Obama. Um, and I believe it. Um, most black folks uh, in the streets and everywhere else believe it. Uh, just, just have a listen. Here's an explosive and... You had no idea who he was. I had no... Just have a listen. In retrospect, it's pretty amazing that Barack Obama got as far as he did. In 2004, the summer of 2004, Barack Obama gave the keynote address at the Democratic Convention in Boston. And when he walked to the podium, probably only a small percentage of people in the room knew how to pronounce his name. He was totally unheard of. No one knew Barack Obama. At the time, he was a state senator in Illinois. Four years later, he once again spoke to the Democratic Convention, but this time as the nominee. Meteoric doesn't begin to describe it. How did this happen? Well, the outlines are fairly well known, though rarely talked about. A small group of Democratic donors, mostly in Chicago, decided that Barack Obama was their guy. He was the vessel for their ambitions. They paid for his campaign. They paved the way for his rise. Now, I believe they is the deep state. They is the LGBT community. And they are the European royals, the royal family. I believe that Obama is, is definitely works for them, in my opinion. That's just me. 
who spent two years pointlessly in the United States Senate preparing to run for president in 2008, and of course, in the end, he won. But the question was, who was this man? Where did he come from? What did he spend his life doing before he became president of the United States? Well, the news media, whose job it is to answer those questions, spent the entire 08 campaign trying to keep you from knowing the answers. By election day, most Americans knew only one thing about Barack Obama, other than he was handsome and a good communicator, hope and change. But they knew nothing about him, his origins, what he believed, and legitimate questions about those facts were turned away, as they often are, with the claim, that's a conspiracy theory, you're crazy, shut up! One of the most interesting moments in the 2008 campaign occurred when a man, like Obama himself, came from out of nowhere to recount his experiences with Barack Obama the man. His name was Larry Sinclair, and he told an amazing story. He said that in 1999, he had encountered Barack Obama in Illinois, had sex with Barack Obama, and then used cocaine with him. Sinclair went on to make these claims public. Now, this sounds crazy, guys, and racist, but let me tell you how niggas are. Because when we went to go vote, we had to fill out fill out a basic skills test uh, because we've been oppressed years ago and everything. Because of Jim Crow and whatnot, when we see Obama, uh, he's just a guy of color and y'all picking on him. So we were more focused on that. And we didn't know if he was gay. Uh, he was working for the deep state. We didn't. We couldn't even see that. If his wife was a transgender, it wouldn't have come up. We were so busy trying to make sure that white people didn't try to take advantage of him just because he's black. But the Democrats made us do that. Dude, this is disgusting what we deal with in this country. And when people act like the country, you know, it just... That's why we're here. Guys, we have to reform this country. I believe when we were talking about that eclipse... Let me just warn you. Moving forward... We, are, as Republicans, conservatives, guys, we got to have extra clips, extra bullets, extra vests, extra training, extra ammo, because, guys, it's about to go down. We might be under a Trojan horse uh, type of a deal to bring down the plot to bring down America and divide up its riches amongst the nations in a new world order. We may be on the brink of something chaotic like this. Man, this uh, cold brew is really, really good. Oh, man. I, I, I gotta slow down on coffee. Uh, I, well, actually, I'm doing a lot better. Excuse me, I'm doing a lot better than what I've been doing. <sighs> I remember when I went to Ethiopia, boy, I thought I'd drink coffee now. I was coffee every day on schedule. Like tea time in Scotland. The smarter you are, the less friends you have. Interesting. Someone said that to me. And I agree. Because it, it resonated with me. Because hell, the smarter I got, I cut I cut niggas off in a heartbeat. Do you hear me? Now, just so everybody understands what's happening here, there's a lot of shit going on. Family, I'm gonna tell you, Stranger Things couldn't have been a better show right now. The thing is, we don't know where it's coming from. It's unbelievable. But I got a feeling we're gonna find out soon. I don't know how this is all going to wrap up, but I do believe Joe Biden investigation into his shell companies and his son and that laptop is going to run them all the way up to Obama. And I believe a lot of things we're going to find out uh, that happened with Hillary Clinton was on Obama's watch. A lot of mischief that was going on with the Bidens happened on Obama's clock. The Steele dossier happened on his clock. I mean, honestly, we should rein in the first Obama, bring his tail in here, 
because he's got a lot of explanations to do. I mean, this guy scammed and conned the entire world, dude. And black people are still, we, we just, you know, right now we don't know how, what we want to do with this thing. And I just say, hold on, let's just keep, you know, moving accordingly. But thank God for the house, because the house is now going to get real subpoena power with teeth to run a two by four up the hind parts of Joe and figure out what's going on here, buddy, because there's a lot going on. I don't know whose side to be on sometime. But I know being a conservative and being a Republican is the right thing. So I don't ever get lost. Sometimes I be saying, you know, I, I hate to be the kind of guy who can't get with the Democrats' agenda sometime. But they don't give you anything. You know, sometimes they have some issues that they're right about. You know, or they, some things that we should take a look at. But for every good deed that the Democrats try to do, there's like 10 terrible things that you got to sign. It's like the bill. Okay, so we want to help African-American communities by signing a job acts bill. I don't know if that helps, but okay, fine. And in that bill, there's pills for fish. There's uh, a new act on pigs over a certain weight. Uh, in that bill, there's money going to... Vietnam, in that build is some Ukraine reforms, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. Huh? And that's been happening with us in a black community for a very long time. And that's why I'm saying I'm shocked with black women. She's on a Democratic Party, and she's saying, okay, well, that this party, at least they care about racism and all this other kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, you got to show me because they have been the most racist party of all times, but that's our justification. But then we say, well, at the same time, this party is trying to tear down the country, stoke division, uh, defund the police. They're trying to raid our schools and make the board of education the ultimate say so with our kids and their education. They're trying to push sexual orientation and sexual mutilation in our schools. There's child trafficking and all kinds of things going on under the uh, Democrats. Open borders. So you got to ask black women, what part of these people are your ass involved with? I mean, this shit has got scary, dude. I thought black people used to be the good guys in the world. I thought we were the one who got hurt and done wrong and went through slavery and everything. And we the good guys. Now the white people are the good guys. They're fighting for freedom, justice, and equality to keep the government from censoring us, to keep the government from listening to our phone calls. White folks is fighting for privacy, fighting for the, the, the rights to bear arms, fighting for the for this freedom of speech. And the niggas is fighting for censorship, fighting for the gays. The niggas are fighting for more liquor stores to be cheaper, more abortion clinics, open borders. I mean, bro, what has happened to the niggas? How did the niggas flip? Dealing with black women. Bro, I can't go anywhere where there's black people that, and, and we are not, bro, we are the new gay. Really, not we, they are. Black people are the new gay. Bro, every function I go to with black women, I don't care if it's in the church, they got they come out like this shit is a conspiracy. How the government, the corporations, and the media be getting together sometimes. Black women and the LGBTQ community is locked hand in hand. That's why, no disrespect, I don't even, like, dude, 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 dude. Black women represent death right now. They represent the destruction of the black community, the destruction of the nation, the destruction of freedom, of, of liberty, of the Republican, of the Republic. Dude, these people are scary, guys. I mean, if you really stop being offended and stop for a second and look at the black community and the hatred amongst each other, dude, the constant killing, guys. Even when a black person goes through something and uh, immediately 
We hang them out to dry. I don't care if it's little boosie. <sighs> I had a nice talk today, earlier, when I stopped to get me some coffee. I ran into some people who were from New York. Well, let me just say this, not from New York, but they know about New York. They're good, 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 good people. And um, they wanted to know why did I leave. And uh, by the way, they were so cool. And uh, they asked me, where's the origin of my name? And I said, it's Jewish. They're like, oh my God, that's so cool. We're Jewish. So these two beautiful sisters, these two beautiful Jewish sisters, they said they're going to check out the podcast. So they're going to be joining us momentarily. So let's give them some love and some uh, respect and say thank you for coming through uh, on the podcast. Guys, th this is what we're doing. We're, we're, we're moving forward and it's going to be hard in the beginning. A lot of people don't realize what side to be on. This is confusing. It, it appears to be that if you want to help black people, you got to come over to the Democrat side. If you want to help black people, you got to put down white people. If you want to help black people, you have to complain about Jewish people. Or you have to complain about the government. And what we and they, they smelled like mint. They smelled so great. But what we need to do is we need to stop allowing uh, people to lie to us and manipulate us into um, this type of divisive uh, concepts and, and rhetoric because really I, I mean if you want me to be honest with you what I believe is actually happening is people are wanting you to fight and be divided in some cases with the and I, again You know, sometimes it really is. I'll tell you one thing. When I left the country, I slept better. I missed this place. And I think I was living in the real world. I don't believe America is the real world. And, and, and I'm going to explain that. I think America is an illusion. It really is a dream. Because this cannot be real and sustainable the way we have America set up. And if, if, if we don't believe that it needs to be updated like everything else, and it needs to be more useful, like if you look at it, they're drowning out the patriots and the people who were here. I don't care if, you're, if your bloodline is white or you know, you're Negroid, Negroid, or whatever it is. If we are the original people that have been in this country, whether you were slave or master or in between, indentured slave, whatever, these people who've been here, they're washing us out. They're making it seem like our status is equal with people who are coming here in 2018. That is the way we have allowed the United States of America to do business and it's making a killing out of that. It's treating us just like inmates. You're just a number, get yourself a social, here's your blanket, uh, here's your debit card, go and make debt and basically, you know, get yourself in a bunch of crap in America. It's just, it's just a casino, one big goddamn casino. That's what America's turning into. Just a shopping mall. It's not a country anymore, it's an idea. It's one big Atlantic City. That's what they're trying to turn the United States of America into. And guess who's helping them? The person who went through the most things supposedly in this country, they're on board now with the deep state. They're on board with the censorship. They're on board. And look, guys, we're guinea pigs for the poisonous food in America. Black people is a test dummy for all of the ungodly foods that we're ingesting, uh, 
we're really, even Hispanics got a little bit more common sense not to eat some of the stuff that's in these stores. They get, at least get their own supermarkets. They may not own them, but their items are in there. The Indians, the Asians, everybody but us. The House of Representatives being led by Leader McCarthy. Now, again, I'm going to tell you something, man. The House surprised me. And mainly because I thought McCarthy was going to be a bust. You know, I kind of saw him like John Boehner. Kind of saw him a little bit like Ryan. Ryan was, was my guy at one point. Ryan, I don't know what happened to Ryan. Paul Ryan, ah, uh, ah. Uh. And I thought McCarthy was going to be kind of like those guys. And, you know, because he's from... He's representing California, so I said, yeah, I can't see, even on a Republican side, what's going to be happening, you know, because, you know, California is a, you know, stronghold, man. A lot of the Republicans sometimes, they be in some of these cities, you know, they they turn rhino, and, you know, they, they start, like, uh, Romney, they start getting shaky and weird, and... You know, they just don't stick together. I don't know what... It's it's almost easy to break down the Republican Party. But guys, we, we have to change this party up. Uh, we have to take ownership of this party. And we have to welcome in a lot of new faces in this party. Some that we're not used to. Some that we're not used to. Now, the House... I, you know, every time they hit Trump or the House hit back every time social media or something is happening in this world where we feel that man we're being oppressed our rights are being just ignored the house comes back and they make us believe that there's still a little bit of sanity left the left the deep state is not going to completely obliterate obliterate but but then again you know, the house is like, they're right on time. They're goddamn with their savior. They're a helicopter, you know. But at the same time, uh, to rescue us, at the same time, the Democrats are so far advanced, man. With the election and, the, you know, the new strands, it's kind of hard to see what's going to happen. I'm going to be straight with you guys. We got a lot on our plate. Like I said, man, if we did not control the house, God knows. And, and, and I want to talk to some of my Republican brothers, because I remember there was a, a nice kid I liked. Me and him kind of hit it off a little bit. His name was Andrew. He had such a warped, weird mind. This is why people think Republicans are racist, because some of you guys get stupid with the Republican Party. You get, you know, look, I get it, dude. Totally. I'm totally American flag guy. Big time. Okay? But we need to stop being stupid. Okay? We're not going to have no damn civil war. We're not going to kill the liberals. And, you know, see, some of y'all are fake-ass Republicans. You just want some goofy shit, one way or the other. And we're going to get your ass up out of here. You know, uh, the Clintons, the Clintons, man, frick the Clintons, man. We're not going to keep going, playing with the Clintons. And, you know, let's be the Republican Party. Let's be the party that's giving good legislation, that's giving the people their house, they're giving them their representatives. Uh, we care about the American people. We're not the country that puts just everybody but the, the uh, citizen first. Everybody, okay, uh and even citizens who are just becoming citizens. Your ass need to get in line, Negros. You ain't better than the folks that been here and built the damn country. Whipping the slaves' ass. The people who whipped the slaves' ass, they deserve to be ahead of the new people too. We got seniority, man. We need to fight for our seniority. Yo, dude, guys, I'm telling you, they keep putting leadership in the United States government that is funded by every government. It's like now every government is sending their people to go and be educated and then go up the ladder for China, for India, for everybody else and represent their interests. 
And guys, we are just, I'm telling you, man, this is why we have to take away the control of the black community out of the hands of left-wing, liberal, black women, Christian church, weaponized, matriotic system that they're running with nothing but helplessness, reverse racism, bigotry, you know, niggerdom, everything you can think of, they are selling in the black community. Dude, and, and, and again, as I said, we have become the devil. We have become a people that's so low down. Okay, but yeah, we still kind of righteous. It ain't your fault. I was listening to Minister Farrakhan, and I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't like Farrakhan as much as I used to. I don't dislike him. I have a lot of respect for his body of work and the things that he's done and his love for black people. I get all of that. But he sometimes can be some of the most negative I've ever seen. And he pick and choose. And he's letting that black church get his ass caught up too. And you getting on that old liberal shit, okay? Talk about Mr. Trump is this and Mr. Trump that. Guys, we look, young people, that's one thing I do love still about us young people. We don't even follow the nation of Islam. We are not up here following the black church. Guys, if the world, if the Republican Party, if, if you can get us... And treat us right. Guys, you don't know what you're getting. Guys, listen. The black community is going to be needed to save this country. Specifically black males. And you are seeing that transpire right now. Guys, they are using psychology, sex, socialism, food stamps, housing projects, and everything under the sun to try to control the black youth. They're using the black church. They're using... Medea, they're using black uh, liberal women. They're using everything that they can think about to try their hardest, again, to control the black community. And in this, whatever they feel they want to do uh, and you want to oppose it, they will try to use the black community to stir up so much mess that, you know, it, 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 it begins to look like a country that is so divided, you know, we need the UN to come in and help us out. We got to be careful. But I'm very proud of the house. Um, they give me hope. Somebody's got to look at what the Justice Department is up to. I don't even know how we're not freaking out about a fake still dossier that got passed a FISA court, a FISA court, guys, wow. I have no idea who's up there running things in Washington, D.C., the whole swamp. Now I know I see why they call it a swamp. Guys. But I want you to be secure out there that we are ready to fight. We are going to fight in the black community and we're going to help you. We're going to be ready and prepare for battle. Shields shall be splintered. Swords shall be broken. And hope may fail, but not this day. Okay, that was from the Lords of the Rings, sorry. Returning to the King. But we are not going to fail. We're not going to give up. And let me tell you something, baby. Let me tell you something, boo-boo. Because I'm going to tell you something. I know right now you're thinking... This just can't be. I got a perfect life. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. It makes sense for me. This is where I think God wants me. But I'm telling you right now, mm -mm. there's something better for you coming. There's something that has more f fulfillment for you. And there's something that really needs you more than what, what, you, what you're with right now. Okay? There is a lot... And I've seen this happen before. And this goes out to you, Mallory. I've seen in my lifetime, I've seen people um, truly, truly um, leave where they are to go help where the need is great. I've seen, again, people. Guys, as we end our little broadcast tonight, I would like you to be encouraged that there is still some oversight in our country. 
we haven't completely going gone numb. I just kind of feel like, have you ever seen one of those vampire movies where someone gets bit and they slowly but surely, they're a good guy, but they're little by little, they're turning into a bad guy, into a zombie. That's what I feel like is happening to America. It's trying to fight and stay righteous and stay for the people, stay for the world. But we can't let America slip into being the bad guy. And we're the one doing coups around the world and and into our own country. We're doing racial things to one another, critical race theory, and just, just really trying to stick it to each other and expect to survive in this world. We have to do better than what we've been doing. And again, I'm so happy that the House of Representatives are not just looking at Joe Biden, but the House is looking to hold accountable the Justice Department and not really let the two-tier system of governing or, you know, justice continues, but that we get some real fairness and that the American people feel like they are safe and their government is not trying trying to trample over them, get in their bank account, take over their kids in school, um, you know, continue to take their tax dollars and do things. We need some assurance from our government because people are starting to see America as a real failed state. And if you get to the point where more than 50% or at least close to it believes that this is a failed state, people are looking for that to happen. So then we can start talking about maybe overthrowing the American government and putting a good uh, uh, government for the people in there. That can be an option where the nations come together, including Europe, and conspire to bring the United States down and put a government in there that is more, uh, uh, you know, workable, more uh, easier for Europe and NATO to manipulate or use or partner with, uh, or can even control. So let's just, again, thank God that we do have an internal structure that is still overseeing our American government. Guys, I thank you. You on Clyde Yorkshire. This is the station for white women. You know we love our sisters.